How you doing, William? Doing good, man. How about you? Fine. Good to be back. So I want to welcome everybody to the Loro Antonio Sports Talk Podcast Show. Antonio Will is back with me to do a special, special show with recapping the 2019 NFL Draft, which we will start with first, and then we will do the NBA show, and then we'll do the MLB show. So let's do the NFL Draft recap first. So what was your overall thoughts on the 2019 NFL Draft? I guess I would have to say, you know, it it started off kind of interesting because there weren't many trades early on, and then just a, a whole slew of trades in those middle rounds. So that was that was something very interesting. Uh, I was expecting to see at least you know one team, one or two teams, take a risk and trade away and move up into the first round, but we really didn't. Uh, see that much until the end when I think the uh, Giants traded uh, back in the first round. But uh, I was really expecting to see some huge trades early on, but I we didn't get that. So it, it just uh, came as a bit of a surprise. And then we saw all those trades happen on day two. And even today, there was a whole lot of trading. So just just that, I guess, the, the trading, how long it took. And then just uh, – there were a lot of really, really good players that were ranked very high that fell pretty far. So, I mean, this was a very talented draft, um, to say the least, but there were a lot of players that I was just like, wow, I did not think they'd fall that far. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, I I wasn't shocked that Kyler Murray was number one in the draft, but really, talk about my Patriots drafting uh, Nikhil Harry. That's going to make Tom Brady look a lot better. What do you think of that pickup? Uh, I like it a lot. He's a good, he's a, he's the perfect kind of a player, I guess, to take over that void left by Gronk, just in the sense of uh, he's a big bodied receiver. It can make tight oh. contested catches and, and uh, when there's traffic, something that Gronk was able to do. I mean, obviously he's not a tight end. He's a receiver, but, you know, that'll help, uh, you know, empty that. That'll help fill that void, which is very important considering uh, I was very shocked that the Patriots didn't select a tight end at all this draft. Yeah, I mean, you know, getting to – I think the Patriots will use more four receiver sets now, you know. Yeah, I, they could very well do that. I mean, um, they also drafted a lot of uh, – quite a few linemen, so – I, I think the Patriots are going to be doing a, a lot more of what they started doing at the end of the year last year when they were just running it down people's throats because they also drafted a, a running back uh, to add to their committee, which is already quite full. <laughs> so I, I think the Patriots are going to run the ball a lot this, uh, this upcoming year, you know, to help preserve Brady's uh, longevity. They could do that, but I think the I still expect the Patriots to be a pass-first team. In the clutch, and if if, it, if needs be, if they're in a shootout or they're uh, you know the defense is giving them those good looks, yes, I I fully believe that the Patriots will do that. I I, I do feel though that they will use that offense, the investments they've made on their offensive line the last couple of years to try to wear down a team's defense front, so that'll open up things more in the passing game. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're right about that when it comes to the Patriots here. So now 
with that being said, I'll tell you my favorite draft pick for all t- the teams that we're going to talk about. Let's talk about that. For me, for the Patriots, it's Nikhil Harry for the Rams. I like uh, I I like getting uh, Daryl Henderson. I think he'll be a guy that will lessen Todd Gurley's workload than Jerry Tillery. I think will be a big part of this Chargers defense. And then for your Cowboys, um, tell me who your favorite draft pick was for your Dallas Cowboys. Well, it's it's hard to, you know, grade a team when they don't even have a first overall, a first round draft pick. But suffice to say, it I, when it came to Dallas, I, I kind of low key liked. Uh, I mean, I, I like Tristan Hill, the first guy we chose because uh, he fits that void we lost from David Irving. Uh, come in, he can be a great part of a rotation. Uh, he'll probably eventually be a starter. Uh, but low-key, I, I really liked the uh, Miami pit, uh, cornerback Michael Jackson Jr. Uh, he's the, the perfect defensive back that fits our, our system. Uh, the, the kind that Chris Richard, the guy who created helped create the Legion of Boom, he, he loves those tall six-foot-three, six-foot-four corners that have long wingspan. Uh, long reach, and I, I just feel that a player like him, uh, those physical traits uh, help grow in our system and uh, help it up. I mean, honestly, um, we, we, we had a, we picked up, we um, used this draft to bolster our defensive depth, which is very good. So, I but that Hill is my favorite pick, but I'm gonna say my low key pick that that the dark horse would be the, the Joe Jackson pick. The Joe Jackson pick, I think, is is a good one. I like that one for the Cowboys. You know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, for the other teams, uh, I, you said Jerry Tillery. I, he he was the one of the biggest needs that the Chargers had. Um, yeah. You know, uh, that uh, uh, a big man who's consistent up the middle. Um, I like that one, but uh, – I'm going to say actually the pick after that, Nasir Adderley. I, I think he'll be a great pairing with uh, Derwin James at the back end. Adderley? Uh, Nasir Adderley? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Because uh, the, 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 there won't be as much pressure on him because Derwin James is already there. So he can get comfortable with that, with, with that scheme, with that, with that group. And I think having two young, talented safeties growing together in the same defense like basically a year apart in terms of when they were drafted is really good is really good so i um i i think adderley is going to be a a very very good player for a long time uh because he'll have derwin james uh working alongside him and they'll they'll feed off of each other and for the patriots i actually really really liked the uh third round pick um Chase Winovich, he he just seems like the perfect Bill Belichick guy. Uh, um, high effort, you know, gets the job done. To be honest, I, I know the hype for Michigan was around um, Rashawn Gary, who the Packers chose in round one because he has the physical traits and, like, is an athletic freak. But the, the guy who no one really talked about who actually got the stats at Michigan on the other side was Winovich and 
I, I, Chase Winovich, I think, will be a, a steal in this draft class for the Patriots. Yeah, that's why he's my favorite pick for New England. And, and what about the Rams? Honestly, the Rams, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to say Taylor Rapp. I, I think he has the – I, I believe he was ranked as the one or two number one or number two safety in this entire draft, and he went. He wasn't picked in the first round. He he, he was wasn't picked until the second round, and uh, he, you know, has the highest upside of all the safeties. I think uh, he just, you know, coming from Washington, where they've had very very talented players on defense on the defensive side of the ball the last couple of years. I think he goes in there and helps fill a need. Uh, you know the uh, for the um, Ram, the Rams' biggest issues, I think, are replacing guys that they've lost. And you know, Lamarcus Joyner left, and you know, bringing Taylor Rapp in, I think that'll that'll help them out a lot, um, keeping that secondary uh, tight and running because. The strength of the Rams' defense is their front seven, so but they need to be able to have talented guys in the back in case things get pass happy for whoever they're facing. Yeah, so I I I also want to say here it was a great draft overall, but what really shocked me in this draft was was that Daniel Jones is a New York Giant. Well, uh, I mean the Giants are have been doing weird things lately. Um, most people are calling them the new Cleveland Browns. Uh, I wouldn't say that's completely inaccurate cause they're they're They had so much draft capital to start off with. And, you know, Daniel Jones, he could be their guy in the future, but he's basically a little, a slightly more athletic version of Eli, uh, Eli 2.0, maybe like I'm saying a little more athletic. Um, I, I really was, Pet, like odd because you know Josh Allen, the arguably the top, uh, pass rusher in the draft, was right there, and instead the Giants chose to draft draft a QB, and you know I I, I think they could have gotten a QB later on, but yeah, I was I was I wasn't I was surprised to see Daniel Jones go that early. Yeah, I was too. That was a shocker for me, and also I th- I do think that. Josh Allen would be a steal for the uh, for the uh, Jags, but also Dwayne Haskins. I think he's good. I think the Redskins have found their long term quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. They probably have. Uh, it is still early. Um, I I think the big key is how they handle him. You know, it, it's not good when it, when a player is drafted and the war room is split, like. The uh, management of the Redskins love Haskins. The coaches were like, "Well, he's good, but we could have we could have probably gotten someone, you know, um, of more talent." And you know, they eventually did get other talented players like uh, Montez Sweat. So that's that's very good for them. But um, I, I think the key for them is how they handle his um, growth and you know, giving him players around him. They they drafted. Bryce, uh, Bryce Love, and they, they have good running backs, a good running back committee if Darius Geis gets healthy, but Haskins isn't really going to be able to do much if they don't give him some receivers. So uh, that, that's something they have to think about. You know, they, 
They have some receivers, but we'll see. They they have them. Most of them are either inconsistent, have been injured in the past, or unproven. Uh, their 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 top receiver from last year is on the Jets now, and Jamison Crowder. So, I, 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 I they they have some pieces there. They just got to put it together, and they got to let them grow and develop together. I wouldn't be surprised if. If in free agency next in the off next year or in the draft, the Redskins target a elite receiver to give Haskins because Haskins is at his best when he has receivers that can create space and win it when on their routes. Yeah. So normally we would like pause and then go for for the NBA and NFLs, but since it's the NFL draft, we're going to recap it that and then we'll just continue and let's talk about the Major League Baseball show. So um, now let's talk about the Dodgers. So they they won a thriller today against the Pirates, and then the Texas Rangers. They I think they took the first two games of the series against the Seattle Mariners. Uh, it, it's actually it was actually the uh, the opposite. The, the Mariners took the first two games. Um, it, the the the, the, um, the Mariners crushed the Rangers the first game, and then last night. Rangers lost in uh, extra innings, I think eleventh inning. But today, the Rangers finally showed up, and we crushed them like fifteen to one. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the Rangers were going through a bad slump, and they needed to find their mojo. Uh, obviously, this it, didn't, it doesn't surprise me how how the uh, Rangers were doing lately. Our our pitching is probably the I don't want to say the worst pitching in all of baseball, but it's bottom five starting pitching just because we don't have anyone. Uh, they're just always in, they're, they're injured or we just don't have any like top flight. Um, speak on the, on the flip side with the Dodgers though, you know, Dodgers had that little bad streak, uh, losing streak earlier, in, but they've seemed to write the ship. They've won like, I think five, like five or six of the last seven. So, I mean, yeah, and they had that game today where uh, they gave was it Kershaw wasn't wasn't it Kershaw's first win of the year today? Yeah, it was his first win of the year. Yeah, uh, I I I, uh, I read he um, did really well. I think he had like eight or nine strikeouts, and you know that that's a good sign. You know when your star pitcher is at the top of his game, and uh, when the bats around him do just enough, when he pitches a gem, so. Basically, with Kershaw, when he's at his best, uh, you you just need to score uh, like two or th- like three or four runs, and the Dodgers did just that. And uh, it seems they've found their mojo. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers can keep, keep continuing this run they're on, where they'll win they'll win four of like five or six games, and you know separate themselves away from the rest of the National League. Yeah, I think I think the Dodgers will uh, will separate themselves from the, from the rest of the National League teams for sure. So that being said, everybody, so the Dodgers won today, and then the Rangers took the Rangers won fifteen to one over the Mariners, and then tomorrow, um, our team three showdowns is Rich Hill will take the ball for the series finale against the Pirates with Trevor Williams on the mound, and when. Uh, and then for the Mariners and Rangers, uh, Lance Lynn will be taking them out tomorrow. Yeah. Swanson. 
Lance Lynn was uh, a guy we were really excited about uh, when we signed him on free agency this year. And, he, you know, he's had a few decent moments, and then he's had some where you're like, eh. But that, that, we knew that we, that's what we were getting with him. Uh, Lynn is a very erratic pitcher. He'll give you good stuff one game, and then the next game you'll be like, wow, this guy's a starter. <laughs> so um, we'll see how he does. I, I, I'd i really like for us to go – because since the – Mariners are ranked uh, so high in the uh, – they're the top team in our div- division right now. I, w- I would love to see us split the series uh, against them. Yeah, we'll see. They could really uh, – they could they could really take two out of three from them as well. And I expect the Dodgers to go out there and sweep the Pirates tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Williams is not – bad i mean he's had some good starts this year i i think he did well against the diamondbacks last time he played them but the dodgers just seem to be on a roll right now they, they just need to keep the momentum up and they should they should definitely close the deal yeah they should and now with that being said let's do some recaps of today's uh nba playoff games for today um we got the raptors beating the sixers that's no shock there and the nuggets are going on to the second round. I mean, yeah, like you said, with the Sixers losing to the Raptors, no-brainer. The Sixers have been that weird team that has so much talent, but some we- for some reason they just uh, – I don't know what it is. They look confused, overcome, overwhelmed. That, that and when Kawhi Leonard is hot, uh, it's very hard for you to beat them unless you're at your very best and – the Sixers just weren't their best today, so and Kawhi Leonard was just on fire. And I, I, I do believe that if the Sixers don't write this, don't figure this out, this will be pretty easy for the Raptors, and we're probably gonna end up seeing a. Um, well, pertaining on how, depending on how the Celtics do against the Bucks, we're gonna end up seeing a Kawhi Leonard uh, versus Giannis matchup in the Eastern Conference Finals, which. I think we all knew would probably is probably what's going to happen. And as far as the uh, Buck, as far as the uh, Nuggets Spurs game goes, uh, that was a really intense, tight game. I mean, the Nuggets looked like they were going to, you know, finish the deal early on. They they had a lead as large as seventeen, but you got to give credit to the Spurs and Coach Popovich. I mean, they're Popovich always is going to have those guys fighting, no matter what the level of talent is on his team. I, I actually feel kind of bad for him because in that final possession. Uh, when the Nuggets were just trying to run the clock out, you could see Pop right <laughs> practically running out in the court yelling, Fallon, Fallon, but his players didn't do that. And by the time they got the ball back, there's only like two seconds on the clock, and they were just like, oh, well. <laughs> and so uh, that gave that gave a lot of happy uh, – that gave a happy moment to the Nuggets fans that were there at uh, the uh, Pepsi Center. So it's good for Denver. They've had some, you know – rough patches the last couple of years, but uh, now they have to go on and face uh, the hot uh, trailblazers who are on the cusp of that um, epic win against the Thunder with Damian Lillard's magic when it comes to long three-pointers. So that should be a good series. That should be a good series as well. So with that being said, everybody, well, before we talk about the Lakers stuff and all that, my picks for the 
for the Western Conference playoff semifinal round. I have the Rockets beating the Warriors in seven, and I have the Blazers beating the Nuggets in seven. And then I have for my Western Conference finals, Rockets, Blazers. And for my Eastern Conference finals picks, the Bucks and the Raptors. I I, I feel I'm leaning towards that Eastern prediction just because of how the Raptors and Bucks have been playing so far. That like they just they're just the two top teams and they've shown no signs of like letting up or weakness. So yes, I can see that in the uh, Western Conference, the Thunder. I mean the um, Rockets could very well beat the Warriors because the Warriors are that weird team that you know they have Kevin Durant, Steph, and Clay, but uh, they. They, the the the, the uh, Rockets play them good, and they don't have Demarcus Cousins anymore. Uh, we've seen them win without him, but he is a big part of their. He was he he could have been a big part of their playoff run. So the Rockets could very well win in seven games, and the Trailblazers. I can see them winning. It all depends on uh, Ennis Cantor's health, though. Uh, you know when they lost their. Uh, top big man Yusef Nurkic. Um, everyone said, "Oh no, it's Nurkic." I mean, it's very hard to win in the playoffs if you don't have a a, a a reliable big man, a big a guy who can take over in the paint. And that addition of Cantor in the middle of the season turned out to be great because it paid off huge dividends, like the last couple of weeks, including against the, the Thunder, because uh, he was, you know, that guy they could rely on. But if he's hurt, uh, you know, they're going to have to play a lot of small ball. And I, it, it depends. The, the, the Blazers can still do it because Lillard uh, is just on another level right now. But I, I really think the X factor is Cantor's health for that series against the Nuggets. Absolutely. So with that being said, our final thoughts of the day. is a, It was a great draft. A good ending to the uh, Western Conference first round. Good start to the Eastern Conference first round. And for the Dodgers uh, – I say we're going to sweep the Pirates tomorrow. Yeah, I I see no reason why you guys can't. I, I think uh, the Dodgers are starting to find their mojo, and uh, it's it's always good to take it out on a, on a National League foe, especially one that uh, has, a, uh, has been notorious for being a thorn in the side. So I, I think uh, – the Dodgers will definitely handle their business tomorrow, and, and it was a, it was a very good draft. I I honestly think uh, the, the the most shocking thing to me was you know Josh Allen falling and the Jaguars getting Josh Allen, and then the Jaguars getting the guy that they had that many people mocked to them in the first round and Jawan Taylor in the second round. So this the, the, there was a lot of crazy moments in the draft, but uh, it was it was an ex- it was a fun draft to watch for sure. Absolutely, it sure was. So that being said, well, have a good rest of your night, and we can't wait. And we will continue and to be continued next Saturday. Awesome, you too, man. Have a good night.